Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to the Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Why are you laughing at me? Because you stumbled again. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) It is what it's going to be. Yes. So... Some news, an <gasps> update, very important update to a story we did several weeks ago. Okay. I don't know how many shows ago it was, but NBC's Ultimate Diarrhea Slip and Slide competition series pulled from the post-Olympics premiere after Giardia outbreak. Oh. So we talked about the NBC show Ultimate Slip and Slide that was going to be hosted by Bobby Moynihan and Ron Funches. It's like a wacky competition yeah. show. I guess it was going to... I didn't know it was going to premiere after the Olympics. That's a very coveted spot. I didn't even know there was an Olympics <laughs> this year. <laughs> it's yeah. so like, yeah. So it looks like they don't have any plans to like do the show now. Oh. Because of this diarrhea outbreak. Now, let me tell you, I felt bad today about making fun of it because I realized my friend Eliza wrote on it. I don't know what the writing is. And she was kind of like sort of joking, like, I'm glad everyone had their fun. And believe me, I get it. But it was really horrible on set when everyone I worked with was so sick. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like... And that's definitely true. Like, uh, as funny as it, diarrhea is, <laughs> we, we all know why, because we're all juvenile in our senses of humor, and you just can't help but laugh. But it's like people were really sick. Right. And maybe some people ha- had trouble recovering, or it took a long time, and it, it really fucked up production. Yeah, and it sounds like this show isn't going to go forward, so... That sucks for people who maybe are out of a job now. I don't yes. know how long this... I mean, it was probably a temporary job anyhow, like yeah. a summer show. Right. But yeah, maybe they lost a few weeks or maybe they got paid uh, for for the whole thing anyway. I hopefully. hope so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hope so. But yeah, so the show, it doesn't look like it's going to go forward. Uh, at least it's being postponed. I mean, I, I do wonder how you go forward after that huge news story. You know what I mean? It's kind of like everyone's going to think, right? Is this when the diarrhea happened? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of going to be on everyone's mind now watching it. Well, it's like it's not ultimate slip and slide. It's ultimate diarrhea slip and slide. Yes. That's what people think about when they think about this show. It, it says, uh, according to Deadline, hosted by SNL alum Bobby Moynihan and Ron Funches, Ultimate Slip and Slide is a reality competition take on Whammo's iconic 1960s outdoor game in which contestants compete in a series of challenges on the gigantic slippery slide, including human pong, body bowling, cornhole, and bocce fall. Wow. So, uh, yeah, the series is produced by Universal Television Alternative Studio. Okay, uh... 
Okay. That's just some business about that. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to happen, the show. Yeah. Now that's the big Hollywood news. Over in Boyle Heights, some local news. Yeah. From last night. A <laughs> oh, real a real life Spider-Man. I saw that story. I saw this when I was going to bed last night. And I was like, this guy has to be on Sherm, right? On what? PCP. Oh. What is it called? Sherm. Oh, I've never heard that. Okay. Just from my own experience, mm-hmm. this <laughs> okay. This the, the headline on ABC Seven is shirtless man arrested after starting fire atop Boyle Heights Church, jumping from roof to roof. This man was shirtless. He was wearing some short shorts. It's a real hot boy summer look happening okay. here. I, I'm just going to read this from ABC7. It says, Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, a man was taken into custody after he climbed a historic four-story Boyle Heights church, lit fire to a cross, and began jumping from roof to roof Wednesday evening. Los Angeles firefighters and police responded to St. Mary's Catholic Church at 407 South Chicago Street shortly before 8.30 p.m. Wednesday. The flames on the cross at the top of the bell tower appeared to burn out without threatening the rest of the structure. The man was shirtless, wearing only underwear and a single sock as he walked back and forth on the church's roof. Then he started to jump from roof to roof as police attempted to apprehend him. Videos from a witness show the man apparently injuring himself when he landed and yelled in pain as he laid on the roof of a nearby home. They also captured the man dangling from power lines as he moved from home to home. (laughs) I'm saying this guy is Spider-Man. I watched the video. I saw him jumping. There's also footage of him. He's doing that like Spider-Man thing where he's hanging upside down like with his like legs and arms shimmying across a power line. Oh my God. It's kind of remarkable. That's crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely Shrem. Sherm. 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 So sh- I'm trying to pick up the def- lingo like a cool kid. That's definitely shrimp. <laughs> the shrimp. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't have any like updates on this. I'm just reading from the breaking story from last night. Yeah. I hope. I don't. Doesn't seem like anyone was hurt except it seems like he. Uh, he said, "Ow." He probably sprained an ankle or something. Yeah, but depending on what he was on, he might not have felt it. Well, he said ow. Oh, right. He did say ow. So he did feel it. Okay. This headline, when I read it, I was like, wait, what? Okay. This is from the Washington Post. It says, a man kept getting Joe Jonas's hands in the mail. What? (laughs) A man kept getting Joe Jonas's hands in the mail. It's a mystery, including the travel site that sent them. Okay. This is from Washington Post. It says, the first time a hand showed up in Sean O'Farrell's mail, he was mystified. It was a life-size, it was life-size and bright blue, bearing a colorful swirl and what looked like a signature written in silver. He had no idea it belonged to singer Joe Jonas. Is it a molding of his hand? Yes. Okay. It is a life-size, accurate, like real <laughs> replica 
of Joe Jonas's hand, and he got he got. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can show you pictures of it. I'm gonna. The article's insane. Here's. Oh my god! They're like groping. <laughs> they're like. Ugh. Why are they grabbing so creepily? Is this fan merchandise? Like. <laughs> Thanks, Melon. <laughs> it says. The the hand's arrival a few weeks ago had been signaled by an email from a tracking service which said a shipment was coming from a sender called Promo Shop in Los Angeles. There was no explanation inside, but the package contained an important clue, a box and bag with a brand name. The bag said Expedia, so it wasn't like the hand of death just arrived from FedEx, said O'Farrell, 56, of India, Atlantic, Florida. Clearly, you could see someone was trying to do something. O'Farrell added, I opened it, and then I had to become like Nancy Drew here. I had to figure out what the heck it was. He went online to find out. A search for blue Expedia hand turned up a Washington Post story about an offbeat marketing campaign in the travel booking the travel booking company announced in May. A giveaway of 3D printed replicas of Joe, Joe Jonas's right hand. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the company said at the time that the helping hands, just 550 in three markets, were intended to quote symbolize the support and reassurance Expedia aims to bring travelers. What is the crossover between Joe Jonas fans and Expedia users? It doesn't seem like extremely. <laughs> well, it also doesn't seem like this would be something very comforting to receive in the mail. No, it's weird. It's a weird promotion. So O'Farrell, who is retired from the pharmaceutical industry, had this to answer, sort of. I kind of get it. They're after the millennials, and they're trying to offer the helping hand, he said. What I don't understand is why I'm involved in the promotion. None of us do, sir. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm in Florida. I'm retired. I I don't know. I'm sick of this shit. I've never even heard of Joe Jonas. (laughs) Is he the ugly one? I don't know which one he is. He's not. That's Kevin. That's Yeah, right. Joe. Joe is the middle Joe one. and Nick are like the cuter ones. Nick is the hottest of of all of them. I agree. And I don't even like the Jonas Brothers. Me either. But, but you is, always got to pick which one you think is the hottest. Of course. No matter what. No matter what the category is. <laughs> yeah. We, Siblings, we, groups, you got to... You always have to be like, who? whenever I'm at a coffee shop when I used to work, I was like, who would I fuck here if I had to? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you always got to make things interesting. Of course. You got to pass the time. <laughs> He said he hadn't logged into his Expedia account since about five years ago, and he certainly didn't enter a contest to win a celebrity's hand. Well, he just got lucky. You should sell those things on eBay or something. Right? O'Farrell offered the appendage to his daughter and daughter-in-law. There were no takers, (gasps) though he joked that the outcome might have been different if the hand belonged to fellow Jonas brother Nick. Wow. (laughs) That's That's some Joe slander. They're like, we don't want... Joe Jonas's hand, or if the fingers <laughs> were in a different shape. <laughs> what if he had two fingers <laughs> up. holding up? Then yeah. they might have been some takers, right? Because these fingers—they're curled. They're curled, but like, they're too close together, but not close enough together that you could do a fisting. No situation. It needs to be a tighter fist 
or a few fingers up. apart. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't I don't I don't know. You, you can't might, do anything sexual here. You might be able to get a thumb. Or you could put your uh penis in the hand. Right. <laughs> Right, in the wrist. Well, no, but the hand's kind of cupping oh. something, so oh. you could jerk off with oh, it, I maybe. Thought you, I thought you meant like maybe the, oh, yeah. the hand is hollow? No, 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 I don't know about that. <laughs> no, because it looks like it's a hand could be holding a nice large dick. I'm yeah. just saying. It, or you could put both of them on your tits. Yeah, but that wouldn't be feel that great. No. <laughs> but you could definitely use them to grope yourself <laughs> or feel your ass, like cup your butt. Yeah, you I'm could just trying to think of a practical use for them. So uh, it says, mystery somewhat solved. He promptly forgot about the hand and moved on. This story's not over. Oh, shit. Until he got another email from FedEx. It was an imminent delivery from Promo Shop in Los Angeles. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, he said. (laughs) Sure enough, a second box showed up Thursday. (laughs) Another Expedia box and bag were inside. They held another blue hand. Now he has model numbers 132 and 377 of 550. Do we have a godfather situation? Is this like a horse head in the bed? Is Expedia sending me a message? Look, this is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to this guy. (laughs) Let's get real. (laughs) Again, he set out on a search for answers, this time in a direct message on Twitter to the Washington Post reporter who wrote the original story. Expedia keeps sending me Joe's hands, he wrote, up to two so far. I'm 56, a dude, and haven't done business with Expedia in five years. Any ideas? Contacted by the Washington Post, Expedia could not provide O'Farrell with an answer. The company said it dedicated 250 hands to customers in the United States, 100 in the UK, 200 in Canada. They started shipping in mid-June. To claim one, people had to navigate a dedicated site and enter their name, address, phone number, and email address. In this instance, the only possible explanation would be that the, an acquaintance of his entered the information as only names and addresses submitted through a dedicated portal received a hand. The company said in a statement, Expedia is looking into the shipping issue to determine why he received two hands. If I get a third one, I'm going to lose my mind, O'Farrell said. Wow. Do you think that someone is fucking with him and they like... I think it's probably just some stupid glitch. Yeah. Right? I mean, it seems clear. Because if someone fucked with him, it would be one hand, right? Right. So, I mean, but it, it is one of those like kind of harmless pranks that... It's totally harmless. And it's definitely like disrupted this man's life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a fun way, I think. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. So it just it just goes on. He said, well, "Please I, keep us posted, Rachel. If he gets a third hand, I want to see what he does when he loses it." Yeah, he, I really. He said, "I feel like one of them was wasted on me, and two of them are even worse." He said, "Imagine having such strong feelings about this." Well, <laughs> it is weird. It is weird. It's weird, but I would be like not upset about it. I'm more upset the fact that it's two right hands that he received. Oh. I mean, it's all right or it's all hands. Well, the same. Well, did they do left and right? No, they didn't. So they only did right. But that's weird having two of the same hand. Yeah. Like it's not a set. Yeah. I mean, this set would be weird too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why did Joe Jonas do this? Uh, 
I have no idea. When celebrities do these weird commercials or marketing, like there's certain people, obviously I get it. It's a lot of money, but certain celebrities, you see something, you're like, why are you, you're rich. Like when Jennifer Aniston does those like water commercials, smart water. Yeah. It's like, you're so rich already. Like, did you really need to do this too? Like, like, I don't get it. Maybe she really believes in smart water, does he? Maybe. Or maybe it was just so much money that they can't say no, but it is kind of funny to me. Yeah. When they do these things, I think they just get offered a shitload of money. I agree. Or maybe they donated to some charity he wanted or something. Like, I have no idea. You know, I might have said that further down in the article, but I didn't get to that. It might have been for charity. Yeah, like he has a helping hand charity or something. Right. Something lame. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? It's probably. No, I, I bet you he has a charity. I would. That would make sense to me. Yeah. They're pretty rich. Those guys are still rich, you think? Oh, yeah, right? I guess Disney Channel money. They did a lot of... Here's the thing. Celebrities are all way richer than you think. Because sometimes you're like, they didn't earn that much money. And then you're like, wait a minute. Look at all their real estate. And like, they earn a lot of money. Right. Like, they probably had tours. Like, they had a tons of tours. Like, for the few years, they were really big. Right. I bet you they made a shit ton of money. Th- that Those tours make a ton of money. Yeah. So they had like hit records, tours. They were on Disney Channel shows. They probably had merchandise too. Yeah, I'm sure they made a ton of money. Uh, And then Joe and like Nick's an actor now, right? Kind of low key. Yeah, and he had that song I liked. But I think those two both have solo careers, right? Joe has a solo career? I don't know. I think. And he married the actress, so she's probably rich too. Well, yeah, Sophie Turner. From Game of Thrones. Right. So he, they're probably both have money. And then Nick, didn't he marry an actress yeah, too? Yeah, he did. So they're Priyanka. all, yeah, they're all marrying other people who have money. So I have no idea. Well, we don't know what Kevin's doing. Kevin is like, I think he has like a kid. Like, I think he has a wife with like five kids already or something. Right. Like he went, are they Mormon? I can't well, remember. they were the band who, when they were like 13, they're like, we wear purity rings. That's it's right. like nobody was asking, you're 12. Yeah. Everyone's purity at 12, yeah. almost. <laughs> 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 no, they were the purity ring guys. I thought that was so weird. And then they just low-key stopped talking about it, except for Kevin. So I yeah. think Kevin is like... Because Kevin wasn't he's getting He's a true any. believer. Yeah, no one was... They, he wasn't getting pussy. So the other, the the other, other two, two were getting pussy thrown at them. No one was trying to fuck Kevin. So he's like, well, it doesn't matter anyway, because I'm pure, I'm have a purity room. I'm saving myself for marriage. And everyone was like, well, we don't want you, Kevin. <laughs> then they're trying to fuck Nick, Nick and, and Joe. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Those little 15 year olds. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin, I think he, he saved himself for marriage. Yeah. And then he, I think he has a bunch of kids. I'm not quite, quite sure what their religion was, but I do remember the purity rings. That was like how I became aware of them because I was too old for their music. Yeah. So I became aware because they were on the news that like, why do these 12-year-olds have rings that say they promise not to fuck? <laughs> Kevin, it's, it, made, it made it more like, I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> I'll show them. So he has two kids... Oh my god! There's another brother. There's a. Did you know there's a fourth Jonas brother? Is he younger or older? He's younger. He's named Frankie Jonas. He's like when the um, Lawrence brothers, that new one popped up. Yeah. 
And you're like, there's the, more? The, and they all fucking looked exactly the same. I know. At different, it's like, that's what he looked at for too. Like that is some strong DNA in the I Lawrence know. brothers. I know, I know. Um, we were talking about the Lawrence brothers on Patreon last, oh, right. last week. Yeah. And we were talking about how they had that show, but we couldn't remember the name of it. And then I Googled it and it's Brotherly Love. Right. And that was on for like two whole seasons. Who was that for? <laughs> I don't know. Did they do tro- like all of these teen idol type people also do music careers that kind of fizzle out a lot of times, but yeah. they probably earn some money at it for a brief period. I think that Joey Lawrence song was a big hit. For What for, was his song? I already sang it once. Do you want me to sing it again? No, I don't. I, I feel like I remembered it. Ooh, <laughs> nothing my love won't fix for you, baby. Yeah. That's like a very classic uh, melody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like a lot of songs sound that way. So after we recorded that episode... I put the song on. Oh. And I forgot that the, he does a little rap. Oh boy. And there's one point when he's like, Why are you he's like, why are you dissing me? You're acting like I smell like a zoo. Oh damn. That's what he says. He's like, Why are you treating me like I smell like the zoo? What a bizarre period <laughs> of time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah. He lit wait. Yeah, he lives in Jersey, Kevin Jonas, with his wife, Danielle DeLassa, with two daughters. Okay. So he just has a normal life. He's like a youth pastor, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he teaches abstinence-only education. Uh, maybe. I like that they live in New Jersey. Yeah, I think maybe she's from Jersey. She's like, I'm Danielle from New Jersey. <laughs> I think she is from New Jersey. Do you think that she's like, she probably was like, I can get the ugly one. Oh my god! Maybe this is a really nice girl. She's Danielle. Danielle Jonas is the founder of Danielle Jonas Company, which is I don't know. I don't know. She's a hairdresser, or she was a hairdresser. Well, she's from New Jersey. (laughs) I don't know what else she does. She partnered with Dreft in 2013. They still make Dreft. I, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> <It's> draft. <laughs> Look, she's draft level she, fame. She live tweeted the birth of her first daughter as, as part of the draft partnership. I don't want that. <laughs> what is that? My connection? pussy hurts. Is draft is detergent, right? Yeah. What is she like? Oh, I look, I, my, my afterbirth's all I over my sheets. My I got, I better <laughs> draft gets out, that out in the jiffy. You just run it, you pre-soak. When you have stains that are humanly fluids. When you when you split your pussy to your asshole, you better throw some draft on that. Look, you got to soak blood and shit much longer. We don't know what's coming out then. It's all part. It's all, it's all natural. It's Fun perfect. fact. Did you know you shit yourself when you give birth? Draft. <laughs> draft gets out those pesky stains. <laughs> Sorry. Don't at reply us Please. if you didn't shit while giving birth. It's very common. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's common. You're literally pushing. The I body mean, is not like, well, don't go from that hole, just this hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything's coming. Everything it's must nothing go. nothing to be ashamed of. Okay. This is some old news from 10 years ago. Wow. The only reason I'm reporting on this is because I think it's the 10-year anniversary 
because a Twitter account that I've followed for a very long time called Pop Culture Died in 2009 tweeted this, you know, Throwback Thursday or whatever. Right. This account tweets things from like 10 years ago. I see. Uh, it is a tweet that got Entenmann's in trouble. <gasps> Entenmann's? Now, we did a whole episode in the early days of our show about tweets that got brands and stars in trouble. Right. I don't remember this one. I don't think we did this one, but because it was also the 10-year anniversary of the Casey Anthony verdict... Oh, they oh boy. T- they tweeted out <laughs> this Entenmann's tweet that got them in trouble. Uh-huh. So if you were on Twitter during the Casey Anthony trial days, which I was, that was... I think the Casey Anthony trial was like the first Twitter trial. Okay. Don't you, wouldn't you think so? I don't think I was on Twitter then. Was that like 2011? It was like... 20, yeah, 2011. I didn't really start using Twitter till 2014. Okay. Uh, but I did follow the trial. So the hashtag after she was found not guilty, not guilt, hashtag not guilty trended was like one of the trending okay. topics on Twitter. I see. Because she was found not guilty. So whenever there's like a trending topic. Brands will try to monopolize that. Yeah, and what has what used to happen all the time on Twitter with brands is they would just see some random words that were trending. Yeah. And they wouldn't look for the context, so they would make that about their brand somehow. They would make right. that into content and then people would be like, "Excuse me." I remember something like that with the Aurora shooting cuz Kim Kardashian launched like an Aurora line or something. Yeah. There was something like that. Well, then there was something with DiGiorno maybe. I don't know if it was DiGiorno, but it was some frozen pizza company or some, maybe it was Pizza Hut. I don't know. Like I'm not trying to slander all the pizza companies, but some pizza company tweeted hashtag, hashtag why I stayed or why I, why I stayed. And it was a domestic violence. Oh, and they're like, cause there was more pizza coming. Literally, that's that's literally what they did. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously that stuff is inappropriate, but it's just funny. It's so funny. It's so funny, and it's just some it's some person not checking through. And now I think people are better at figuring that. Like I remember people used to also hashtag things me too, but then it became obviously a different meaning, and they were they were just still because people will randomly hashtag to be funny, like hashtag. I'm drunk or whatever. Like, so sometimes people will hashtag me too, not realizing it's now, it has a very like specific meaning or a symbol attached to it now when you hashtag right, it. Right. Uh, so what, what happened with Entenmann's? So they tweeted, who's hashtag not guilty about eating all the tasty treats they want. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did a follow-up tweet that said, sorry, everyone, we weren't trying to reference the trial in our tweet. We should have checked the trending hashtag first. Right. I mean, if it's trending, it probably is about something like a case. Yeah. Like it's not just hashtag not Not guilty guilty. about all these other things. Right. That's pretty funny. So I wanted to uh, give a shout out to, to that old tweet. The last piece of news we have from this week is another Twitter story. Ooh. Can you guess what it is? No. This happened last night. Jose Canseco tweeted... (laughs) 
Jose Canseco is pretty prolific on Twitter at this point. I finally followed him. I, I'm not following him, but I see his tweets often. I do too. Because he has some fucking... He was going off last night. He has some wild tweets. He's a, he's a wild guy. I know. I mean, he's been wild. We should do like an all sports month. Because <laughs> there's some really juicy sports bios. I've never not known Jose Canseco to not be a maniac like my whole life. He's always been this way. Right. It's just more prevalent. Because you can see yeah. his every thoughts yes. on Twitter. So he tweeted last night, someone just asked me what I ate to make me so strong in my playing days. I said lots of pussy. <laughs> now, <laughs> the thing about Jose Canseco, I, I'll never forget there's like he has a really juicy bio or autobiography memoir. And in the memoir, he talks, or maybe it was his ex wife, her memoir, because he's been married a few times. She talked about having sex with him. And then during sex, she looked up and he wasn't looking at her. He was looking at himself in the mirrored Ugh. closet. <laughs> like, so whenever he talks about sex, that's what I always think of. I was like, yeah, if you eat pussy, it's probably a performance that you're doing for yourself. For yourself and you're probably not really making this woman come. It's just like a part of, like, you probably perform good sex, but maybe aren't actually good at it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I always think of him. Like, anytime I'm like, kind of like, oh, he's funny. I'm like, oh, no, he's the guy who looked at himself in the mirror. Like, I cannot let that go. Yeah. Because it's like, that's something that doesn't change, no. I think. That's no. a personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't fix that. So that's all the news this week. Let's take a quick break. Oh, can I just add a news story really yeah. quickly? Of I actually course. meant to send it to you, and then I forgot... Uh, Danny Trejo recalled that Charles Manson tried to hypnotize him in jail. What? Yes. I saw this headline on Twitter yesterday, I think. It is from page six, the New York Post. It says, Danny Trejo had a bizarre encounter with the most infamous prisoner of all time. In his new memoir, Trejo, which we have to do an episode on him because I bet you that book's fucking incredible. The machete star who is 77 writes of meeting and being hypnotized by Charles Manson in 1961 when they were both locked up in the Los Angeles County Jail. Trejo remembers that a, quote, greasy, dirty, scrawny Manson was so poor he didn't have a belt and instead used a piece of string to keep his pants up. The Heat Star says he felt sorry at the time for Manson, who was so small he needed protection. A couple of days after they met, the notorious criminal told Trejo and his pals that he had hypnotic powers and could get us high. It was like a guided meditation, he said in his book, which details his incredible life story from being a teenage heroin addict in and out of prison to a beloved character actor. Manson first talked the group into thinking they were smoking weed and then heroin. Trejo said, by the time he described it hitting my bloodstream, I felt the warmth flowing through my body. If that white boy wasn't a career criminal, he could have been a professional hypnotist. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much they go into Manson's prison time after that. Isn't that funny? That's so wild. I, I would love to know more about like what happened during this uh, hypno- hypnosis session to wow. make you feel like you were high. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I thought that was pretty uh, we, interesting. We definitely got to do an episode. I know. I was like, oh, we got to get that book. Yeah, we got to get be a that. Great, that's going to be a juicy episode. For sure. Uh, Yeah, so that's just my added story. Now we can take a break. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Desi, did you read anything, watch anything, listen to anything great this week? I don't think I did. Oh, I watched. I told you I watched National Treasure movies. That's not really that exciting. You saw Independence Day. Well, I'll ha- I have some bad news. What? I thought it was too boring and I turned it off. <gasps> it's fine. It's not that great. Here's the thing. It's you, also really long. You still haven't seen 2012. I started 2012. You don't like it? I started it too late. It's okay. two and a half hours. You got to watch I it. Gotta, I fell asleep and then I woke up and I was like, wait, what's happening now? And like... So I need to rewatch it. Maybe I'll do that tonight. You should do it tonight. Yeah. I, think- I did start it, um, but fell asleep. The yeah. problem is I, I often start things late because I've been trying to exercise every day or like do 10,000 steps. I am falling asleep really fast now. I'm not staying up till 3 a.m. like I was for a while. Yeah. So that's part of the problem. Oh, you know what I watched? Um, I watched the... Someone told me that the director's cut of Dr. Sleep was better than the original 
version. Yeah. And I, so, cause I, I turned off the original version. It was too boring for me or I couldn't follow it. I was like, whatever. So I did watch the second. I enjoyed it. The, the director's cut more. Okay. So I don't know if it was my mood. That's always a possibility, but I did kind of find it interesting. Still not like a perfect movie, but pretty good. If you were a fan of the shining, did you watch that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, so you should find the director's cut. It's pretty long, but it does uh, go fast and it's kind of just a, a horror movie. But it has Danny in it, <laughs> grown up, and he's played by Ewan McGregor. And oh. He's very hot. Oh, so it's kind of nice that Danny grew up to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the least that could have happened to him. I Come mean, on. he deserves. He needs he, one win. He needs Come one on. win. But he is an alcoholic, so he has problems. Well, it sometimes it's he runs gets in through the family. It. He gets through it. Yeah, he finds his thing. Uh, you know, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Not a perfect movie, but still. I've been avoiding watching Doctor Sleep because I've had the book. <laughs> Look, I have I've had the Doctor Sleep book since it came out. And oh, I, really? Yeah, and I still haven't read it. Oh, I want to borrow it. I still haven't read it. I got it when it came out, but y'all let you Look, borrow. Let it. me borrow it if you're not reading it <laughs> when I go away. Here's what I'll happened. Here's what happened. I got the book when it came out, but I decided before I read Doctor Sleep, I wanted to reread. The Shining, which I hadn't read since high school. Oh. So I started rereading The Shining, but I didn't finish. You got to just read the new one. <laughs> no, I, I'm like, I need to finish. I really? Need to, I need to finish The Shining. It's a, The Shining's a long book. I know. Here's the problem, though. We've talked about this before on the show, maybe on an after show. It's so hard these days to read fiction because... We read, like, each of us read a book a week. Yeah. So I just literally don't have the time to read any other books. It's it's not like a thing I do for pleasure anymore. Right. <laughs> it's like work. Yeah. Not that I don't enjoy reading. I do. But it's like, yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know. It's not what I think of doing in my off time anymore like I used to. Yeah. But I, I'm going to, like I said, go away. And I do want to read some books. So I'm trying to pick some things together. Uh, now, I will say... If you want to watch Doctor Sleep, it is on HBO Max. You have to clip, click the real, the the original version, and then in the extras they have the director's cut, and that's supposedly the better one. And it is the one I enjoyed after turning off the the original one. Yeah. So anyway, cool. I think I think you'll like it actually. Okay. So I watched a movie last night that I hadn't seen since I was probably nine years old. And it was one of those horror movies that has a scary pool moment Ooh. in it with the pool cover. Oh, man. Remember when we were talking about... Oh, my God, I forget the name of that movie that we watched together. The Legacy? Or? The Legacy. Okay, yeah. And you were... Okay, so we were talking about how, like, one of our fears as kids was, like, getting trapped underneath a pool. Yeah. So this had that moment for me in it. So the name of the movie is called Ghost in the Machine. Oh. And they just, I don't know, I think they just recently put it up on HBO Max. Okay. But I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid. And it was like really fun to watch. Oh, cool. So it's a horror movie. It's like a sci-fi horror. So it has some really awful 90s tech in it. Yes. That's really entertaining. Yeah. I mean, like just the graphics alone. It's such yes. a, It's such a throwback. The main kid in it is like very horny. Ooh. It no, it's gross. It's really gross. <laughs> he says he says he says at one point he goes, "I call her butt an onion because it makes me cry." Ooh. Wait, who's the kid? It's that same kid who played the the rival baseball player in the Sandlot. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> he like I think he was like a teen child star. Yeah, he or had whatever. a few movies. Like he a was preteen in. Like star. a little period. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's an actor anymore, but um he's like the main kid in that movie. Karen Allen plays his mom. Oh. And I don't remember who else is in it. Yeah. So and the kid from the Mighty Ducks. Okay. Okay. It's look, I like it's a, it was very enjoyable. It was definitely as enjoyable as when I was a kid. Yeah. It's fucking stupid, okay. but it's very fun. I also watched I watched Mystic River this week. Oh. Did you know I never saw that movie? Uh, now I do. Well, I never saw that movie. I think I always was like about to start that movie, but then I'm like, I know this is going to make me sad. It's a depressing movie. I mean, I liked it. No, I haven't seen it in a really long time. I did like it. I liked it for sure. It's It was just very sad. I almost rewatched that recently. Well, it must be on HBO Max, right? No, they just put it up on Netflix. <laughs> okay. So it's one of those ones. Whenever I see everyone watching some random movie, I'm like, oh, it must be have just dropped somewhere. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. that happens all the time. I'm like, why is everyone watching this? Yeah. Um, God, I need another movie to watch tonight. I though. also watched Road to Perdition. I watched that too. Did Wait, you like it? No, I watched Reservation Road. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so, there's a lot of movies with road in yeah, them. Yeah, there are. Uh, so this movie is with Tom Hanks, um, and Jude Law and Paul Newman. Yeah. So, I mean, it's three stars. It's like middle of the road. It's gorgeous. Wait, it has three stars in the movie or? No, I'm saying it's a three star movie. It's not like a five star. Okay. It's like middle. It's like beautiful looking. Yeah. And there's some good performances in there, but there's something about it that's lacking. And I was talking to a friend about it and they're like, oh, it's based on a graphic novel. And I'm not going to besmirch all comics and graphic novels. But when he said that to me, I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense that it's not 100% fleshed out in a movie. Like it might have worked in the graphic novel, but they needed to maybe uh, do a little more work in the movie to make it fully fleshed out. Sometimes it doesn't translate. Yeah, but it's not like a bad movie. Like I did cry at the end because it's like a very father-son type deal. Yeah. And Jude Law has a weird character in it that kind of also, it's like, what's his deal? I'd like to know a little more about him. It's sort of like interesting, but it's like we don't know anything about this person, his character. Uh, But it was definitely good and it's so gorgeous. It's like Conrad Hall, who is a famous cinematographer. I think it might be his last movie. He won an Academy Award for the cinematography. It is really beautiful, yeah. um, for sure. So, yeah, I don't know if that's a recommend, but it's on all the... I think it's on Netflix, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of on, like, a mystery and thrillers kick right now, which is funny, because I think I've seen every mystery and thriller movie. I started watching that Soderbergh, but I fell asleep. Which one? It's um, No Sudden Move, I think, with Don Cheadle. Oh. It's really good. I just I started it too late, and yeah. it's, um, I fell asleep at some point. So now I have to rewind to where I fell asleep because it was playing still. But uh, it's definitely good. And this is like a crime caper type deal with Don Cheadle. Benicio Del Toro is in it. Um, and the guy from Stranger Things, David Harbour. Yeah, he's in I like it. Him. So it's a period piece too, which I like. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's good so far, so definitely check that out, too. That's on HBO Max. Okay. What'd Uh, you eat? I feel like, did I have something good? (laughs) We We just had big sandwiches. Yeah. We had sub sandwiches again. I'm feeling it right now. They're so big. What is wrong with us? I don't know. They're literally like 
16 inches long and like four inches wide. It's squishy bread, so it does go down fast. (laughs) But I think the I think the bread expands when it gets to your stomach. It starts getting full of liquid. Well, because now because this is the kind of sandwich where I have a delayed reaction to it, where I like house the whole fucking thing. Yes. And then like 20 minutes later or whatever, however long it's been, like it starts sort of I'm gonna fall expanding. Yeah, I do feel tired. I did one bad thing I did. That's not that bad. I tweeted about those baked cheesy puffs and I cheesy crunchies from Trader Joe's. I've been thinking about them ever since and I had I went and got some. So it's waiting for me They're at home. So good. I'm so jealous. They're, I highly recommend baked cheesy crunchies. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the name at Trader Joe's. They're addictive. I can't believe they're baked. I can't believe that they they've made those since I was a kid. They they've they've been around ever since I've gone to Trader Joe's too. Like Like I'm telling you, every time my mom and I would go to Trader Joe's when I was little, I would beg her to put those in the cart. This is one of the few items where I'm like the this is if this is baked, I prefer baked to whatever Cheetos are. Or like are Cheetos fried? I have no idea. But I like this better, uh, and it has nothing to do with health reasons. <laughs> like I just think it tastes better. It's a better like, Cheeto. Yeah, it's so good. It's they're, a really good great. they do a good job. Excellent job. Yeah, I went to Trader Joe's a couple days ago. Yeah, that's great. It's fun. I did get a lot of snacks. You're right. Trader Joe's is a snack store. (laughs) They have the best snacks They have so many good snacks. The other thing I bought, which I didn't try, is Trader Joe's has their version of Chex Mix now in a bag. What? And it it sounds really good because it also has honey roasted peanuts in it, which sounds like it's going to be good with a little sweet in the salty. (laughs) So I'm kind of excited to try that, but I didn't. I haven't had a honey roasted peanut in a long time. You know what? They're really good. Like I've had, you forget when well, I had one recently and I was like, oh, why? I was like, why do I not eat these more? Because <laughs> they're like tasty. Yeah. If you get a good one. Yeah. Uh, and I think the ones I had were very good. But yeah, honey roasted peanuts. Totally um, underrated, I think. I'm like seeing stars right now from that sandwich. Okay. Well, we can wrap it up. Yeah, we, I'm going to start drooling in a minute. You really did all your energy drained. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it You're is You're sinking also? like a submarine Dude, sandwich. <laughs> I, I like that this place, GMLs, calls them submarine sandwiches. Yes. They use the full name. It's even when I got my notification. It said that. It said GMLs submarine sandwiches says it, your order's on the way. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> submarine. They do look like big old fucking subs. Damn, they're, Dude, huge. they're huge. Let's try the not large le- next time. It's hard though because it's like ninety five cents more a large. I know. I bet you the non large are pretty big still. Here's here's my problem. Whenever I'm given an option of regular or large, I one hundred percent of the time always get the large. What I'd rather regret getting too much. <laughs> not enough. Even though stitch I, that on a pillow for me. Even though I know. <laughs> The regular size, I would still feel very full after eating. But I bet that's you the not large enough. is like two inches bigger. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we will see you all next week with the part two of Bobby Womack. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I gave out too. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.